Hi, I'm Tia. And I'm Petrina. And, and we, we are Faithful Gals. So we're doing something a little bit different today. Uh, you know, we usually meet on Mondays, um, but it's kind of a special special announcement, kind of awareness that me and Tia kind of felt led to do. Um, I'm sure the other two girls will be with us, but we just felt really moved to talk about it. Um, and it's just about what's going on in the world right now. I mean, I'm sure you're all aware of the cov 19 whatever you want to call it coronavirus whatever it is um that's just overtaking um the media and our and just our lives you know i feel like just you just can't turn on the news or you know go anywhere i mean you don't even necessarily have to have a smartphone you're hearing about it you're hearing about the stores you're hearing you're just hearing about it period um we just wanted to talk about it um just to raise awareness about it but also give some christian clarification and some understanding and our guidelines on it. Um, we've just been, it's been on our hearts really strongly. I mean, um, if you're a Christian or you're not a Christian, you know, a lot of things are shut down and most of the things that are shut down actually are churches. Yeah. Um, and that affects us as Christians a lot because that is when we come together corporately um, and then seek God. Uh, we have personal relationships with God, but there is um, there's a power and a unity and a covering and a blessing when you come in fellowship with your fellow brothers and sisters and you pray for the land and you just agree and you worship God together. And the enemy doesn't like that. So this is, first and foremost, it's an attack period, yeah. um, you know, and he, he knew what he was doing and he knew to use fear. Um, fear is the most strategic tactic. Um, and, and here you are, we're riddled. People are unnerved. People are um, acting out and just becoming almost um primal you know we're fighting over toilet paper you know meat is gone people are being in their homes and becoming just um these isolated beings and nowhere in the bible does it say to do that nowhere in the bible does it say to be fearful or or to do anything that um someone is telling you to do it says a voice of a stranger you do not follow this media is a stranger to us the government is a stranger to us. God is our Abba Father. We're supposed to be following what he says to do. It's not to it's not to say, you know, be uh, foolish and boastful and naive and lick doorknobs. I'm not telling you to do that or be in a crowd full of people. That's not what I'm saying to do. But what I'm saying to do is don't be moved by fear. Don't sit up here and make decisions by fear. If God says for you to meet together with someone, then you do that. If God says to pray for someone, then you do that. If God says to go to church, then you do that. The government does not dictate what God has told his people to do. Not once has it ever been in the Bible or period that um, it was a, ever a good thing when the people of God listened to a government over their God? It never ended well. And if you look right now, we're not in a good position. And I know I sound angry, but it's it's just the passion. But let me just give you some um, tips, real f not tips, but some um, uh, just some things that are taking place. So these are the topics at hand. So first and foremost, if you don't know what's going on, it's mandated that until the end of March, 250 people can, no more than 250 people can be gathered in one place. And if they are, they have to have within six feet between each person. So that's mandated by this, you know, every state and, uh, CDC, whatever you want to call it. So, so that's why that's an effect. Um, the other thing is uh, certain, uh, not certain, certain states, um, there's, they're limiting their gatherings to 50 people. So depending on where you're located, it's the same thing, six feet between each other and 50 people in a small gathering. Um, <clears throat> it's been also advised that if you're 65 years or older, that you should be isolated. 
Um, and that just is because older people tend to have a weaker immune system. But again, if if you're over 65 or you're older and God's telling you to go somewhere, then you go. It doesn't matter what's going on. Um, we don't act, we don't move and make our decisions based on the government. Um, there's, let's see, restaurants are closing down, bars are closing down. I mean, that's fine with me, bars, I mean... That's that might be a good thing. God might actually be working in that situation. Bars and nightclubs is closed, you know, so that might be a good thing. Um, uh, restaurants are limiting to 50% of capacity. Um, and the other facts is just passed today. Um, he was recommending, not mandating. This is a recommendation. Repeat, repeat, recommendation that you should not have a gathering of 10 or more people. What that means is he's saying if you were to get together, whether it be a birthday, a Bible study, um, a dinner, whatever, he's recommending that you shouldn't have more than 10 people. Like I said, it even says in the news, this is a recommendation. It's not a mandate. The 250, that's a mandate. So that's what's going on. That's the current chain of events that's happening um, just to catch you up to speed. Um, and now we're going to jump into the Christianity part of it. The part that actually matters, not to say that these mandates don't matter, but they're also recommendations by the government, not by our Lord and savior. Um, it brings me to our first verse, James five through 14. Is anyone among you sick? Yes. We just, yes, (laughs) there is. (laughs) He must call for the elders or the spiritual leaders of the church to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So I'm just going to stop right there. Everybody's sick right now. And sick doesn't always necessarily have to mean physically sick. Sick can be riddled with fear. It could be anxious. You know, it could be anger. And the elders of church don't always have to be old people, obviously. It's the spiritual leaders of the church, your youth pastors, your children ministry, um, your worship leaders, uh, your ushers, your your bishops, whatever you want to call it. Those are the spiritual leaders to go and anoint and pray over him. And that means that the people that are in the church that are called, that are set apart, we're all set apart. But the leaders are supposed to be praying over this nation. And the prayer of faith will restore the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed his sins, he will be forgiven. Okay, there's the two-parter towards that. If we were to come and pray in faith, the Lord will restore the one who is sick. Now, you can take this and twist it any way you want to. Oh, does that mean one person? No, that means when we come together, when our spiritual leaders are humbling themselves and praying and coming together and praying over our nation, God is going to restore. This is from the Bible. His word does not return void. And then he will raise him up. So not only do we get restored, but we get raised up from that dry season, raised up from that recession or whatever the heck this thing is you want to call it. But the elders, the people, the leaders, the Christians, We have to come together and pray for the people who are sick in order for God to restore anything. We can't be limited to just our homes and just sit there and just, you know, play bottle cards all the time or just wait for them to say, hey, you know, church is ready to get back going. 
we have to be doing things in the meantime. That's what going to church is all about for when something like this happens. That's what our training has been about. That's what service is about. So when something like this happens, we're not caught off guard. We know what to do. We're not sitting in here locked in our homes and just listening to whatever the government said. That doesn't line up with what my God says. My God doesn't have statistics or inlines or timelines or recessions or death tolls or anything like that. My God will restore because of the faith that I have. So it sounds very mean right now, but it's it's passion right now. This world is very unfamiliar to me. Someone is telling me when I can and can't do something, there's no food on the shelf. That is not the God that I serve. Not so he supplies all my needs. His warehouse is never empty. So for us to be moving around and making decisions as if we have no common sense to to be quite brutal and real, where is our faith? The same God that we praise, the same God that we go to and worship and sing all these amazing songs to, is it different now because the government has stepped in? Absolutely not. It is the same. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We change. We falter. We step back. We get scared. That same God that you're believing for, for your husband, for your father, for your family, it's got to be that same drive over the nation. You don't just stop because because the big bad government stepped in. Thank you, Petrina. That I was just in awe of listening to her. I even zoned out. I forgot I was supposed to speak too. <laughs> but I just want to point out again, and I'm pretty sure you guys are um, have been reading this scripture, but I just want to point it out again. Psalms 91 yeah. is a promise from God yeah. to you. And I really do urge you guys to, to speak this over your life. Yeah. Speak it over your home. Speak it over your couch if you need to. Yeah. Speak it over every little yeah. thing that is in your life. Speak it over yourself. Speak it over your your kids. Speak it over your finances. Speak it over everything. Your mind. Psalm 91 says that no evil shall befall us. And no plague shall come near our dwelling. In the name of Jesus. He said that a thousand may fall at our side. Ten thousand at our left side. But none of it shall come near us. And we in in power of the power of life and death hangs out your tongue. So if you are declaring that over yourself, we are not going to speak of fear. We are not going to tremble when the world tells us to tremble. Absolutely not. If the Lord, your God says, be still. Still. then be still yeah i understand that we want to take precautions i'm precautions i'm not saying to go in in a sea of people we're not right. telling you to go lick doorknobs we're not telling you to go hug every sick person be cautious like Petrina said but not paranoid yeah be cautious but not paranoid because then that's when you allow the enemy to seep in and wreak havoc not only on your life but then it's a domino effect on your children on your husband or wife on your your finances on everything it's it's then a domino effect because what is your foundation our foundation is supposed to be the lord our god amen and also not only that but god is still god God of this virus (laughs) you know like we we are so quick to be like uh okay god could get me that car he's big enough to get me that car he's big enough to get me that job but he's also big enough for this plague too Mm -hmm. he's bigger than this plague do you really think that god you know this plague happened under god's nose come on you know it's a surprise to us but it's not a surprise to him 
And he knows exactly what why he allowed this plague to happen. It's because it's for his glory and to put us in check and to still tell people like, hey, you might have forgot, but I am still God. I am still the great I am. I am the alpha and I am the omega. And he is still the one that is in charge. No matter how far we think we can get on our own will, he always has a way to reel us back to saying, hey, there is someone over us. There is someone that's judging us. There is someone who still is in charge and it is God and it is not us. We have absolute no authority. We are his creation and we are under his ruling, not the other way around. We can never put God in a box. And that's what we've been doing for decades. You know, LGBTQ this, putting it in in children's uh, movies, putting it in in children's uh, schooling. You know, you know, it's crazy taking God out of school, taking God out of Christmas. It literally is called Christmas for a reason. Psalms 94, it says... I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone or, oh God, Lord, oh God, you make me dwell in safety alone. You make me dwell in safety. Literally from the, the, the beginning of the Bible to all the way to the end of the Bible, God is constantly tell us to trust me, follow me. Don't look at what your neighbor is doing. Look at me. Look at me. I am your God. I will bring you to the end. I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. I tell you what to do. Follow me. I love you. I will put you under my right wing. I will deliver you from your enemies. Follow me. Look at me. So I just encourage you guys to just take a break from all this hysteria that the world is trying to throw at you stop asking god why and ask god what do you want me to do lord read your bible instead of picking up that that your phone and going to the news read your bible tap that bible app you haven't tapped in three weeks i don't know read it read your word rest in your word because let me tell you if your foundation is not Jesus, mm-hmm. you are not going to be able to stand any storm. No. You, whatever your foundation is and it's not the Lord, it's flimsy. It's paper. It's yeah. worthless. It's nothing. There's, There's literally nothing. The storm will go and you'll be gone with the storm. But but God said that his people will with, withstand the storm and that our sufferings will be cut short. In Matthew 24, the Lord said that these, this, what we're going through, plague, famine, wars, it's just the beginning of birth pains. That's what it says in Matthew 24. Jesus said that out of himself. He said, it's a dog eat dog world. And, and this is just the beginning guys. So I really encourage you like, yes, we will see the sun. We will see this. We, this too shall pass. But let me tell you about storms another one will come so what are you going to do to prepare for that another one we can't just 
fast just to do it because it's cool and you think it's a religious thing there's reasons why we do it so for this exact reason like our pastor dave said this will either bring out something that's going on in you you know you never really know where you stand at where with jesus until you're tested so let me ask you what is it that's bring what is this trial bringing out of you and there's a reason why god allows this to happen because he wants he first of all he doesn't want anyone to perish it says this in the bible god doesn't want anyone to perish so he is not slow but not wanting anyone to perish so if the lord is pointing something out to you saying you need to change this elizabeth mary whatever your name is if you need to change if he's pointing something out to you saying hey you don't trust me you don't trust me with your safety you don't trust me with your finances you don't trust me with your children you don't trust me with your sex life you don't trust me with this or that with that then then literally bring it to him and say lord i you're right i don't trust you with this help me help me lord i agree i need your help because i i'm having trouble You don't, please don't hide anything from the Lord. The Lord said, humble, humble ourselves before him. We need to humble ourselves because any secrets that we keep from him, he, first of all, there's no secrets that you can keep from the Lord. The enemy is going to use that to eat you alive. What you don't kill will end up killing you. And it comes out. It always comes out. It always comes out. Always. So if this trial, if you see that this trial is bringing something out, and even and even before this trial, if you knew that there was something that you just didn't trust the Lord with, release it and tell him, Lord, work with me on this. Release everything that I'm keeping from you, Jesus. Don't keep anything from God, please. Each and every single one of us, we have to stand in front of him. And we're going to have to give an account. Like, yes, if you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, yes, you are going to be saved. However, we still are going to be judged about what we did on this earth and the opportunities we had. I agree. So please, please, guys, stop looking so much at the media. Be informed, but don't be obsessed. Be cautious, but don't be paranoid. Look into your word rest in your word this is the time to be obsessive about the lord jesus be obsessed with With the lord god you know if if you got laid off or if you're you got sent home this is the time you know to rejoice in the lord speak it over your life you know speak the the word of god over your life there's so many promises of god so many I, I can't even name all of them. You you have to read it all. You have to read the Bible yourself. You have to. You really do. I really do encourage you guys to do this. We yeah. love you so much. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Uh, and I know, like, it sounds like we're just really force-feeding it, but it, it's not. I mean, this is an epidemic. Our Our nation is, like being tossed to and fro there's no foundation to anything everything that we thought and knew was real is not and you can see it people are riddled with fear and just like tia was saying if you have a foundation that's built on something other than god you're going to be tossed to and fro it's like trying to you know build a, a house with paper mache i mean it's not cement it's hard but there's no there's no foundation to it 
There's nothing. There's nothing that is keeping that together. Um, And I mean, a lot of the... Our relationship with God is no different than a relationship with someone else. People think, well, God just took his hand off people and, you know, we're just suffering and this, that, and the third. And it's like, God is the same. Only thing that changes is us. And, you know, and I'm I'm really mainly speaking to Christians right now because non-Christians don't really know any better. And it's our job to educate them and let them know what's going on and be set apart. But I'm really talking to the Christians that go to church every day do the whole charade, jump, scream, yell, tithe. Where's all that jumping and screaming and yelling and telling that mountain to move? And I'm not calling you, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm, I'm asking because there, it's not happening. And the reason why I'm getting passionate about it is because we're leaving those people who have no hope, who have no understanding to just come up with their own conclusions that God hates them and that they've done something wrong. When it's our job to let them know this ha- this is not God orchestrating pain on us. This is part of the fall of man, unfortunately. And the prophecies that was made in the Yes. Bible. Like, th- there's nothing that... God God did not sit in his lab and create the virus to be like, I just want to make them know that I'm God. I just want to let them know because that car that you got, that promotion that you got, that sickness that was raised off of you, your life that was spared, that was God, whether you asked for it or not. Mm -hmm. So that same God that you've been praying to and you've been getting blessed with, that's that same God that you're supposed to be praying to over this nation. It can't it can't be just, oh, at church yeah. only or when things are going good or, oh, yeah. you know, God is so good. But then when the coronavirus comes, you don't know who you are. You don't know where you stand. You don't know what's going on. No, that's when you press in harder. That's when you do more. Yes, we're confined to our homes right now, but that doesn't mean that you stop meeting up. I have to say that my heart is breaking because the church is very unfamiliar to me right now. I was not raised like this. I was raised in church to where there would come a day where we would have to choose if we were going to conform or if we were going to do what God has told us to do. And I'm asking you right now, are you doing what God has asked you to do? Or are you allowing the government and fear to sway you from making decisions? This is a scary thing. I have a daughter who's sleeping right now. I know what it's like to not know anything about this virus. I'm scared. She's out of school. How am I going to teach her? You know, how am I going to go to work? How am I going to provide? How am I going to, how am I going to protect her from this disease? I have all those same fears that you do, if not more, because I'm a mother that's single, but I know who my God is at the end of the day. I know that regardless of what happens, whether he wants to take me with the coronavirus or choking on a fishbone, that that's just the way that things are going to go. And I have to trust and believe that the same God that brought me out of all the things that I was, you know, believing for and and going through and the same God that got me my job, the same God that placed me in the home that I'm supposed to be in is the same God that's going to get me out of the coronavirus, if not more, if not more. You guys have to understand too, our God is not small. He's done this before. The plagues in Egypt, delivering them from Egypt, the lame walking, raising his son from the dead. You think he can't do that? You think he can't raise people from the dead with the coronavirus? We are limiting our God. 
We are limiting him and we're putting him back in that box. We cannot keep doing that. It's always all fine and dandy when things are going good. And then it gets scary. And then we don't know what to do. We, and we can't treat God like a genie in the bottle. Oh, my marriage isn't working. Let me rub on the bottle this time. Oh, my, my, you know, my, I need a raise. Let me, let me go ahead and do that. The coronavirus is too big for you, God. I can't rub on the, I can't rub on the lamp this time. I can't do it. We put the limitations on God. We put him in the box. It's not, it's not him. It's us. It's very apparent that it's us. Because we can come together and pray and sing kumbaya. But then as soon as, you know, the government comes in, starts taking things away, start taking what we think will supply all our needs, what we think is protecting us, then, then that's too much. You're asking too much. I, I can't do that. You're, you're asking of too much. I can't do it. It's too scary. Well, the government said this, the government, the CDP, did the CDP create this earth? Did the CDP speak and things were moved? Did he, did the CDP or the president of the United States breathe on us? No. No. So why are we putting our faith and our trust in that? Not once has it ever worked when we trusted any government or anyone over God. Never. We have a whole book to prove it and historians to prove it. I'm going to go to a verse in the Bible, 2 Corinthians 7, uh, 13 through 15. If I shut up the heavens so no rain falls, or if I command lotuses to devour the land, or if I send pestilence and plagues among my people, And my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray, seek me, crave, require as necessity. My face will turn from their wicked ways and I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer offered in this place. Now I know what you're thinking. All you're hearing is, oh, um, pestilence, plagues. I allow it to happen. I devour, blah, blah, blah. God is our father. If you're a parent and you tell your child not to do something, do you, I mean, do you punish them every time? Or sometimes do you allow things to happen so they can learn? God's our father. Just like a parent blesses a child, there has to be instruction and correction as well. That's the way that God is. God has never changed. We continue to break his heart. We continue to fall away from him. We continue to make the gap. It started with Adam and Eve. All he asked us to do was not eat from that tree. And we had to do it. We had to do it. We always fade away. He remains the same. He always delivers us. And if you're Christian or not, I know this is speaking to you because God has brought you out of some things. God has given you some things and shown you some things. It's not by chance that you're listening right now. But he's our father. And me being a mother... Sometimes, yes, Naomi is allowed to fall and hurt herself or do things where I'm like, no, Naomi, don't do that. Mommy said, don't do that. Or sometimes I don't allow things to happen and I warn her. But since I'm not there to protect her all the time, things happen. Now, the difference between me and God is God is always there. But sometimes he has to step back so we can learn. And then sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's just the pure act of the enemy. We have an adversary that wants to rip us from this earth and rip us to shreds. And that's the reality of it. And I wouldn't be a Christian if I didn't tell you that. It would be like knowing the cure to cancer and keeping it only to myself or people that I care about. God's the cure for this bleeding universe that is just lost right now. And as Christians... 
I'm disappointed and I have to say, you know, shame on us a little bit for not pushing harder and 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 falling asleep behind the real the wheel really. Um there's people out here that are ridiculously lost. We have old people that don't even have any food or even family to help no. them. We have kids that's only meals through schools but they shut it down. Yep. There's people contemplating whether they should kill themselves. Yes. Because they this lost is their too job much. And that's all they yeah. knew was their job. They don't even know anything about God. And every time there's a mass shooting, an earthquake, or something like this that happens, I always ask myself, where are the Christians? Yeah. And you know, now it's my turn to be like, what am I doing about this? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what this podcast is about. This is me and Tia being obedient. Not to say that the other two girls aren't obedient. We just we felt really led to do it. You know, they had their families they needed to tend to, but I, they stand with us with this. Mm-hmm. It's time to stop playing church, being Thank a chicken you. coop Christian, you know, playing patty cake. It's serious. Souls are on the line, and you have to make a choice if you're going to continue to do that or not. It's your choice. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and I will continue to talk and be open and pray and do this podcast and raise awareness because nobody's going to hell on my watch. Nobody is going to sit up here and act like they didn't know. And you're going to know for darn sure who I believe in and where my faith is. And it's not going to be easy. And if you know me, you know, it's not easy, but I know what God brought me through and it was no one else but him. And that's the same God that's going to bring us out of this coronavirus. But we have to humble ourselves. We have to pray and we have to seek him out. Like Katrina said, the same God that brought her through is the same God that is going to bring us through this virus. The same God that brought us that brought us through the Red Sea and parted the Red Sea is the same God that is in in control of this universe and in control of you and your family and your finances. So, yes, you may be worried right now if you're home laid off from your job or you don't know what's going on you don't know where your next check is going to come from look to the lord look to the lord if you have never trusted him before this is the time because there are so many vulnerable there's so many vulnerable states right now right so many vulnerable and the lord he he reveals himself in in desperation yes yeah when you're desperate just try him just try i promise you you would not be disappointed if I was never sure about anything, I, I was sure about this. Patricia and I saw things with our own two eyeballs that was nothing but God. Yeah. Nothing but yeah. him. Yeah. So as we're closing, we, like we said, we just encourage you to read the word of God. Yeah. Give God a try. Talk to the Lord Almighty like you never spoke to him before. If you are a Christian, but you never really prayed before, because there are Christians that never really prayed on themselves yeah. with by themselves before. We, we challenge you to just pray. reach out to the lord read your bible humbly and the holy spirit will will talk to you it is such an honor to have the god of this universe to talk to you you and he wants to have that relationship with you he wants an intimacy with you that's why he created us we were created to praise him and to be with him 
if we can just allow him to you just be so like amazed what he can do with your life trust him with your safety trust him with your finances trust him with your health trust him with your kids trust him with everything your mental health and your peace yeah. because because God because peace comes from God not from the world yeah. I don't care what rich person you know right. they don't have true peace if they don't right. know Jesus right. because let me tell you the minute they think their money is gone right. so is their fraudulent peace yeah and their sanity and their yeah. sanity you can see it now the world has been talking about good vibes this good vibes that yep. you know trying to put you in a better place where are the good vibes at Mm-hmm. Now those good vibes are supposedly gone. You don't hear anybody talking about positive vibes, positive lifestyle, living your best life. Now they're in fear. So that one thing that you were using to be your lifeline is no longer gone. there anymore. It's, it's gone. no longer there anymore. And and like Tio was saying earlier, you know, um, you really need to trust in the Lord. But this is where Christians come in too. Christians, if you have extra or or you have the time, you should really be making sure that you're um, giving. <clears throat> Giving to those in need. Being a Christian means you're taking on a life of servitude. So whether it's your time, your finances, um, your, your 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 food, whatever it is, you should be making sure that that happens. And speaking of money, you should still be tithing. I don't care if church is closed. God's not closed. And you still tithe to that, to that house. So if you're thinking, oh, we can take a break from everything no. and take a break from tithing. No, 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 no. You still tithe to your house. Um, and you know, really the battle is God's Mm -hmm. and you can decide whether you want to have the victory or not, because he's, he's going to be, he's going to reign on top regardless or not. We have to, we have to activate it. He's waiting for us to activate it because he's another thing too. He's not a forceful God. So he's not going to come in and be like, you know, you have to pray to me. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I know like a lot of the things that we're saying is contradictory, but it's the same thing as being a parent. You love your children, but you can't force feed them all the time. You can't protect them all the time. You train them up and you allow them to make their own decisions. And when they come to you willingly, that's when you offer your help. That's when you say, okay, you know what? I'm ready to tell you what's going on. I'm ready to whatever but in the meantime you can only train them up and let them make their own decisions Mm -hmm. no matter how hard it hurts no matter how scary it is the only difference is god's never caught off guard Mm -hmm. but it's the same thing god's our father he's allowing these things to happen because he loves us he could easily just come in and make us robots and do whatever he says and just you know be obedient little soldiers but he never wanted that he wanted Mm -hmm. us to make our own decisions And he wants us to come to him willingly, Mm -hmm. willingly come to me, willingly seek me out. I don't, I don't want robots. I want a real connection. I want real people. Mm -hmm. So as we are closing in prayer, I'm just going to lead us in prayer. Yes. So Lord, we just thank you, Heavenly Father God, for um, allowing us to do this podcast and come together, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for every single person who's listening to this podcast right now, Jesus. As you already know that it is not a mistake that you 
clicked on this podcast, Lord. And we ask you, Jesus, that peace just falls into them right now as they're listening to this, Jesus. Not because we're talking, Lord, but because your spirit is in this podcast, Lord. And we are asking and claiming your spirit over these people, Jesus. We're claiming your spirit over these homes and their lives, Jesus. We speak to the financial, uh, financial trouble of these people, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just your Jehovah Rapha. You are Jehovah Rapha, which is healing. You are a healer, Lord. Anybody who is sick in the family, Lord, we just speak to them right now and sickness has to go. Poverty has to go in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father God, that every single household, nothing broken, nothing missing. Thank you, Lord, for just uh, giving them a desire to read your word in the name and in the blood of Jesus. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, we ask you to go to Romans 8. All you have to do is believe in your heart and say it with with your mouth that Jesus Christ, you are Lord. And please forgive me for all of my sins. Accept him and you will become a child of God. And if you do this, we encourage you to look online, get contacted, look online for right now. But when this all blows over, go and get connected with the church, get connected with the, the pastors and get baptized, receive the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to walk in your life and work in your life. And you'll be so amazed by what you'll do lord we claim psalm 91 over each and every single one of us the coronavirus does not know any of us lord we ask that your blood will make us invisible in the spirit realm we were satan we rebuke you in the name of jesus you have no authority this virus will come nowhere near our homes nowhere near our families nowhere near our finances our churches We ask you, Jesus, to awake dry bones right now in your holy, heavenly name, Lord. And we just thank you for peace, shalom. And we speak against the spirit of suicide. We speak against the spirit of anxiety. We speak against the spirit of fear. We speak against the spirit of depression. We speak against every single spirit that is not of the Lord God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right now in the name of Jesus. When we break off every single stronghold and that when this virus is over, Lord, that we will be able to rejoice in you heavenly father god and that we will sing hallelujah because we will still be standing strong because our foundation is the rock of jesus and that's just it and that's it and it's already done in jesus name we pray and we thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time and if you guys want to talk about anything and you want prayer please Email us, faithfulgals91 at gmail.com. Email us whenever you want. And we also have a Facebook, Faithful Gals. We love you, and you guys have a blessed rest of your week, and stay in your word. Thank you.